So, so I realized at that point around high school that um, a single chemical reactions can change the world. For example, okay. this um, like uh, currently in in our world we have roughly over seven. You know, some wow. family they lost literally like half of the family just like that. That's ridiculous. You know, yeah. So, um, so that's probably why people say I can tell you like, yeah, you take the COVID. Yeah. What do you think makes you satisfied at that age? True, this is very, very philosophical question. If you ask me these questions on Trump, probably I would say something else. Like, yeah, become <laughs> the prime minister of India. Welcome to an episode on the Estelle Ingenuity Podcast. I'm Stephen Estelle, engineer, CEO, and founder of Estelle Ingenuity. In our episodes, we dive into different experiences from people who specialize in technology, entrepreneurship, and other necessary elements that will help you reach your full potential in these fields. We focus in on innovative devices that will be changing our society, stories from entrepreneurs and how they maneuver through the business landscape, and how these new technologies are being used in businesses to bring value to the world. From these stories, if you are inspired to develop your own inventions and prototypes, and you want to see your innovative ideas flourish, reach out to us at EstelleIngenuity.com for your prototyping needs so together we can begin creating the new devices of the future. With that being said, enjoy the show, follow and subscribe to Estelle Ingenuity Podcast, and relish the wisdom from the topic you hear today. I have one more question before closing. And this question is kind of like a 180 from what we just kind of talked about. And I, I was thinking about it when we we're talking about Blue Zone and the vaccines and, you know, why are people, what, all that stuff. But so the question, you know, from your perception, since, you know, you're talking about, you know, making these new medicines and you know, people using it to benefit their lives and things like that. So I'm curious about your perception on, you know, of course, we have the drugs that we're using illegally. Uh, what's your thought about like the illegal drugs? Do you feel like, like let's like thinking about like marijuana, for example, it used to be illegal, and then now in the yeah. United States, there's a lot of medicinal uses that are pretty good. You know, I'm not one who actually uses marijuana, yeah. but I can I can see and realize that people are actually benefiting from using some of these drugs. Now, of course, there are some drugs that are destructive, but I'm hearing cases, I forget, I don't know if it's Amsterdam in the Netherlands, mm-hmm. or, but you know, yeah. they have like special yeah. locations right? Yeah. where you can like use it in a safe environment. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah. Now also in, in New Jersey as well, they have, uh, really? yeah, I recently visited. <laughs> 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 Corner. Really? In New Jersey? In New Jersey. What? Yeah, and people in New York, in uh, in Times Square, smoking weed, just like a cigarette. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just came so, from there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so, I guess my Crazy. thought is like... Um, what was it? Yeah, so, uh, you know, I've talked to different people, like, the different experiences. Right. And, you know, some people have tried more intense drugs, um, such as uh, ayahuasca. Um, what is that? Ayahuasca? If, I, I hope like, I'm saying it right. Ayahuasca. But it's like this Amazonian, 
like uh, is but like medicinal compounds like herbs or some sort of stuff i believe so okay like, i feel like i'm not giving it justice right now that, that's okay yeah. yeah so it's like it has a hallucinating effect it's from what people have told me it's a drug that people take that really gives them this awakening intense experience right it's and it's extremely intense and i heard that it's typically used in these like tribal ceremonies so a lot of times people will take it they'll go to a special location and maybe there's somebody that kind of leads you on this journey and it's it's supposed to be like an experience where people they kind of have like a special location and maybe it's like you and like five others and they have it all like organized where it's not you know you're not doing anything that's going to be dangerous i see they have you in a safe bed and then they give you the drug and then i don't know how long it lasts but from what i've heard it's pretty pretty long and the people i talked to about this have told me a wide variety of experiences um some of the bad experiences being like when they were on this journey they had this constant sense of fear that even when they left and you know they're over this uh drug induced journey the fear never left right and now they're like screwed and they have to go through physical therapy and i have also similar uh, <laughs> not experiences but yeah. examples yeah. <laughs> okay 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 uh, <laughs> this is also similar experiences like this mm. drug overdose <laughs> is a thing oh okay. yes <laughs> yeah. yeah so for example like uh, one of my friend yeah so he was saying he's from the from the northern part of india okay where you know this uh, this plants you know this medicinal plants yeah so, yeah yeah okay. <laughs> so th- th- these are like the native place where it grows and some of them are like, really It's by the Himalayas? Yeah, Himalayas. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And then, uh, so it was very accessible and was also very cheap. So one of the college students, he took it. <laughs> and then probably he took it too much. Right. And he hospitalized later. Mm-hmm. And didn't realize like how much, you know, you should have been taken. But later on, so of course he, he was like going through a, a severe effect. Mm-hmm. He was not probably remembering things, saying, mm-hmm. you know, a uh, lot of random things that doesn't make much sense mm. but he never gotten over from this effect so he he was that's, like yeah, with that uh, state of mind like forever and i was like pretty surprised <laughs> like, like, don't take it you never know <laughs> you yeah, know yeah so so i mean when we we think of those cases and they're like you know ridiculously you know scary and stuff but then i, I have heard of positive cases where like i knew another individual who took the same uh, drug ayahuasca and they told me that after they finished it they actually had a new appreciation for life nature and just everything living they had this whole unification of like i am what the world is and i am what the world is and that whole mm-hmm. mindset right and they actually said that they came out of it actually with an idea of being humbled being very at peace and being genuinely like happy. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like I, you know, I see these two ideas where one person is like I am in constant fear yeah. and then one person is like, you know, all love and peace, man. And 
you know, maybe, I don't know if it's because of like the dosage, but it's it's interesting. Very interesting. You know, it, 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 this I don't know whether this is myth or not because usually you know people, those experienced people who you know try yeah, this yeah. kind of stuff, which is I'm not. <laughs> you said, just to be clear. <laughs> uh, so okay. so they, they used to say you know like this can have a really as you said like different effects on different people. Right. One type of people like they. they Kind of goes I don't know. It's scene. like a yeah, exactly. <laughs> like the, the myth was like, well, uh, you know, if you when you take these kind of compounds and when you mm, you know think about maybe good stuff in your life, so you, yeah. you become happy and yeah. you feel happy. But if you scared of something, mm. then you become more scared, and you, your overall experience was like very chaotic, and you didn't like it at the end. Yeah, 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 yeah. so. I don't know, like, you know, people can have, like, different types of mindset when they take it, or, you know, maybe, maybe people have a different, uh, you know, state of mind at the time yeah. that they're taking that, because it's more, I think, psychological than, you know, like, health-wise. It just mm. affects your brain and your thoughts. I don't know exactly because where it does affect, but it can be very scary. Yeah, I can imagine. I wonder if it is just, like, an amplifier. It, it is, I guess. Yeah. yeah. If you're happy, you're just gonna be yeah, like, oh, like, you're super happy. Yeah. Like, I'm the happiest person in life. <laughs> yeah. It's a very, very uh, different feeling. But coming back to the point again that you wanted to, yeah, you know, like uh, wanted to discuss that. Yeah. I mean, this a lot of these kind of chemicals and compounds probably not really tested, mm. like scientifically, uh, what kind of side effect it can have. Mm. Like, uh, yeah. So probably for me, I would say probably, yeah, maybe it's not a good idea to take unless you really know what is this unknown compounds. Mm-hmm. But I, f- I feel like uh, marijuana and some other, um, these kind of compounds in, like, for example, back in India, also people now it is um, like you are legally obliged if you are farming these kind of compounds. Like legally the, obliged to, 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 to tell? Yeah. The gov- oh, yeah. Okay. Like government or... Like for example, these or any other addictive types of um, like tobacco, and stuff. Uh, tobacco, and like afim, like mm-hmm. where the the more uh, you know this, um, what do you call this? Uh, these drugs called forgot. I totally forgot. Um, mm. Like very addictive type of uh, drugs. For nicotine, example. not nicotine. Uh, um, heroin. For example, uh, okay. yeah. yeah. So yeah. this this sort of stuff it comes from uh, I think this the plants called afim or some sort yeah. of but it is like a super uh, specialized type of plants that if you if you are trying to farm you have to let government knows right. also because also these kind of compounds like for example this uh, morphine or you know some other type of. Mm. Uh, drugs that can be used for for like you know like pleasure and maybe you know like i don't know people use it for some yeah, reasons but also it can be used as a really good uh painkiller or you know other neurological disorder treatment right so it depends why we're taking it mm. and what is the reason so i guess i'm curious about because I, I you know I, I do know like you know they do use drugs for you know, medicine, so then you you don't feel the pain and you know, you're, you feel good during operation. But I guess when it comes to pleasure and let's say like psychological relief or when you go to like a psychologist and you have sessions, 
I wonder if you can use these medicines in that form where like, uh, like, for example, like when it comes to like marijuana, you know, and people who have anxiety, you know, I feel like there's cases out there where it, it actually genuinely helps when it's used mm -hmm. in that you know purpose as a tool more so than just like binge drinking, for example. Right. You know, it's like a tool you know, to reduce it in a way, kind of like how you take medicine. So I wonder if we kind of shifted this view of drugs in a way that, yes, anything could be abused from alcohol to cigarettes to even like playing video games. Right. You know? Yeah. And I wonder, yeah, if, if that take on some of these hardcore drugs would be beneficial. And if so, why not, I guess, look into it? Right. Um, yes, because, the, for example, marijuana, I think it, it has been probably taken over the years and people probably know now how bad it could be so yeah. that's why probably it's not like super harmful i think it's not addictive i guess because it's like it's make you high but you are not addictive like cocaine or something yeah yeah i mean i see like yeah. different proper like not like yeah because you can be addicted to anything but yeah. like it's not like addictive. nicotine yeah yeah I, like, I get oh, you. you don't I, I don't think you crave for this kind of stuff it's not like chemical like, yeah. I, I get what you're, I yeah. what you're saying yeah yeah, yeah. So, so I think that's probably one of the reasons you know, many states in the U.S. probably has legalized this thing. Like, okay, it's available for everybody with a with a valid ID. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, like yeah, just, uh, just go yeah, just, just, uh, It's it's fine as long as you know, like you're responsible and you're like mm. not violating or not doing any crime. Mm. Uh, and then many other places probably they're over cautious. Like, you know, maybe we don't have the law enforcement to tackle if something bad happened and they probably they try to yeah Japan's very strict yeah very strict about these things yeah. but not necessarily every everything is that bad mm -hmm. I guess like at least health wise uh, because in many other countries like it's kind of like uh, very it's probably in many countries most of the countries probably still a crime but it's not a severe crime or penalty right. as Japan but there are uh, not all the drugs are in the same classes, of course, because so many other drugs, for example, these um, you know, like super addictive drugs, they they can be very harmful. For example, because you develop a like a strong addiction towards it, so you crave for it at some point. Mm -hmm. It's like you have to have it, otherwise you will die. You know, like yeah. a cigarette as well. So similar kind of, I think. So, but also, I think at the end, it's kind of all the all the things you know, like business i guess you know mm. you might probably get most of the stuff if you really want to experience yeah just uh, people can't find a way yeah yeah that's very true but uh, that's that's the scary part of it is like if you develop addictions and then it's difficult to control the addictions probably you just spend all of your money on on some mm. drugs and so, so probably that's why being a law probably helpful. Otherwise, you probably keep buying it if it became an addiction for you, for example. Mm -hmm. And then you kind of just stop it. I see that. So this this will be the last statement to kind of finish off this, and then we'll close from here. Um, so I was talking to my dad a couple of years back. So I mentioned he was a police officer, and specifically, he worked in the like narcotics and drugs units and so i would always get his point of view about like oh you know what do you think about legalizing weed and, you know back when it was like different you know mm -hmm. seen differently and um i think one point that he actually brought up that was actually kind of interesting was 
And during the time in, I don't know what we have now, but I feel like it's easier to, or it would be easier to legalize weed if, if it was more well known of how to like, I guess, take a sobriety test, mm. for example. So like, for example, in the United States, you know, there's a certain amount that you can't be too drunk mm-hmm. to drive. Um, maybe also for like alcohol consumption, you know, you can't show up to work. Yeah. Like, I mean, at all, but yeah. like, but you know, there's, there, there's like, there's a scale, this lip, you know, yeah. the whole blood level mm-hmm. scale, but I don't know if there's anything like that for weed. I don't think so. Yeah. And I wonder if there was one, it would be easier to regulate it. Very interesting because, yeah, I feel like it's, it's because weed usually how it works is, you know, this compound, you know, for example, this active ingredient, you mm. smoke it and then it is not in your, in your blood. It's usually, it's, it's a fat soluble. Okay. So for example, usually these are soluble in your, maybe like fat tissue, neuron and these things. Usually oh, they, yeah. they doesn't stay in the blood that far. And then it goes mostly in the brain region. So I, I'm not sure, probably in the blood test you might find um, you know, some traces of the compounds that you can find the label, mm. but I think that's not a very appropriate, uh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like as probably technology to implement in the mask. But otherwise, like, because for example, alcohol, you know, alcohol, for example, alcohol, the main part is ethanol, which is easily evaporated. So you can like find it in your mouth. Yeah. But if you, for example, think about, oh, you have to go for a blood test. If you, you know to test if you're drunk or not, most of the people will freak out because the pain associated with it. I'm like, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm done. Just, <laughs> just uh, take me to the jail, man. <laughs> Already, <laughs> you got me. <laughs> just like, you got me. <laughs> right. So I guess. Uh, Can you find in your urine? Because they do urine tests. Could be. Yeah, that's true. Because at the end, it it, it comes through the urine. So. But is that just like binary or yeah. like a spectrum? So I think of, of, I think over time, it probably you know. It, goes to your peak and then slowly then mm. um, but also it depends how much you yeah, okay. took it and probably you know your body also but i think there can be a possibility yeah that you take the urine test but again you know you have to wait <laughs> like if you think about <laughs> realistically yeah like yeah like man, oh yeah police come to you and they're like okay stop the car and like, go. Go again. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> now we're gonna take a urine test man like <laughs> Like I, have to, I'm, like, I'm not feeling it, man. Like, wait for five hours. When you feel it, you go. I'll be here for a bit. <laughs> so, so, yeah, that, I think that's a... That'll be an interesting product. Yeah, if, definitely. If somebody invented that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like then it'll be easier for countries to say, okay, we can now regulate it easily. And maybe that might start opening it up to doors like Japan, where they Could can be. say, mm-hmm. you can't be this high. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see could Japan. Be. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, definitely a logical point that it could be possible in this yeah. way. Like if you can, but also I feel like you know a lot of people, you know, this related to these questions. Like, you know, you might be high with a very small dose. You know. Yeah, but like alcohol too, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. People are uh, true. That's true. right. Yeah, yeah, probably that's true. You know, yeah. some people drink a beer. Yeah, you know, yeah, but, but true. <laughs> but I think this is like, uh, pro- like for example, in Japan is a zero policy, but for probably in the US they have like certain limits to it. Yeah, there's like a yeah, there's another. Like okay to go, but uh, you know, probably there are probably few people would be in that range. They're still probably highly drunk because they're 
very yeah. sensitive to alcohol. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's yeah. always a chance. But I think you can always uh, probably find a peak or average mm. where you can say, okay, maybe this percentage is allowed and this is not allowed percentage. Right. Because, yeah, I guess the point that my dad was making was like, okay, what stop? All right, if you legalize weed, no, of course you could say, you know, don't come to work high. You know, you could. Yeah, you cannot come. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, like at least in the experiment, experiment, like, don't come as a high. Uh, right. Like, but like, I guess then, how can you prove they're high? True. I think we have to be very realistic. Like, I, mean, I can like just assume. <laughs> like, I, you know, I can smell it. The honesty, man. <laughs> okay, I'm like, like oh, the, the I'm, I'm high. <laughs> but like, like if somebody like let's say like for example like I have a very chill personality and there's been a lot of times where people are like Steve are you are you high? Yeah, people usually say it to me as right. Well. Like yeah, I'm like mm, I don't have one. I'm good. I, I don't. You know, do that thing. That's yeah. not my thing. Yeah, but like. We could have been lying, right? But I mean, you know, we, we weren't. Yeah, because we're saints. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 for real, for real, for real. Yeah, in Japan, you don't do this thing. It's illegal. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but I, yeah, I have asthma. But oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but for real, um, that that that's a case. I'm I'm curious how how do they make that? Where if somebody if they didn't smell it on them. How can you prove that they yeah. are high unless you have a, a urine test? Right. Yeah, true. It's very difficult to say. But also, yeah. if the urine, uh, yeah, maybe there will be some technology which can directly detect, you know, the sample from the urine if it's that possible. But, but for example, this urine test in current system it works like you know, it's difficult to characterize this element. This needs like really big instrument or something. Yeah, it's not because easy. it has to be like a portable system that everybody can have have it. And it's like oh yeah, yeah. Just pull out your phone. Yeah, yeah, like, like, oh, yeah, yeah, talk, yeah, you know, like, yeah, get a piece of hair. Yeah, piece of hair. Yeah. So we, we need something like uh, very easy to use. That's portable. an invention. Yeah, that's a definitely. And after that, I think it's a billion dollars market for sure. Like there are a lot of people who really want to try it. Probably government also. Once uh, benefits as Easy. well, but it just because there are a lot of complications, not of technology, it's not available right now, so it's like we're missing out. I think we can That's... think about kind of innovating in this kind of areas. If I was a professional in that field of like you know the biological sciences and you know chemistry, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I should be in a medical related field very soon, probably 10 years later. Hey man, if, yeah. if you're looking for a startup, yeah. I think that's a field that has promised Pro- if you actually succeed right right and then if you have a monopoly on that patent i mean the yeah. united states would buy that yeah that's all you the, the santanu <laughs> meter uh, <laughs> i don't know the santa meters yeah. <laughs> so. yeah you never go 2.0 you know like that i like that it's never go 2.0 <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're just like, oh, 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 no, oh, you are too high. Yeah, too high. <laughs> too high to drive, too high. Yeah, but, uh, yeah difficult to find, but mm-hmm. yeah, I think there's a possibility. Interesting, sure. though. Yeah, interesting. Awesome. All right, so now let's finish up. And I finish up things by asking the same question to everybody on my podcast. And that question that I'm asking you, Santanu, is, and maybe we kind of answered this talking earlier about age and everything, but... Um, you know, as you age and as humans are advancing in our technology, 
anything, what is one thing that you are looking forward to the most or hoping for for humankind? Technology-wise? Like anything. 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 What are you hoping for or looking forward to? Um, well, I'm just going to uh, say probably factual-wise, I'd I would really like to see this immortality concept that human will never die. Immortality. Yeah. It's like, you know, like people are working on this concept, like, you know, the, the, to stop the cell death or to regenerate it because at some point of our mm -hmm. age... Uh, it kind of, you know, like, of course, we always, in every day, there are a lot of cell dies and also regenerate. But over time, we lost that potential. Right. But uh, they're definitely, uh, you know, research in the positive directions where we can go towards immortality or maybe, you know, this... Uh, changing the body parts will be very accessible that would be a good use yeah like for example okay you know because still yeah uh, um a lot of difficulty associated with it and if you want to probably change your head but maybe a finger would be easier now yeah but, yeah but maybe like so maybe uh, maybe 50 years later maybe these things will be much more easier to do Interesting. because this artificial intelligence and robotics probably I think our medical system will be much more precise at some point yeah uh, and then the technology the medicines and everything is kind of helping each other and at some point I think well this is like a really bigger concept like if you like argue against me like immortality it. if it's a if it, is it can it possible at some point every if everything has a start it has to end at some point Mm. But maybe we can stretch out, but also we have to think about whether the quality of life is going to be the same. Yeah, like or not. you want to. Yeah. Because also I was really um, intrigued from the fact, you know, in the US probably a lot of like this famous people body is in in the blue, like in nitrogen. Oh, like frozen? Yeah, the frozen in the chiller somewhere. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, because they're hoping maybe 100 years later there will be technology who can, you know, revive them back to the earth. <laughs> which is a right now it's maybe you know things impossible but maybe you know like a hundred years ago, it could be a possibility but it's possible but yeah i'm really interested for like you know this related and how you know the uh, medical science and technology kind of you know, joins together i see to, but another thing also probably would be if it's outside of this topic would be like space explorations yeah I that think, yeah i can yeah. see that being like right. a thing yeah. yeah i think it's like in the movies yeah, yeah. That is probably you know going to different planets and you know, like going with the space i think it will be accessible at some point maybe mm. very soon and that could be an interesting also you know like yeah we run out of oxygen and good um, good air here but we can go to a different planet <laughs> yeah you Just know that, yeah right yeah you're talking maybe you are in a different planet maybe in, maybe somewhere yeah. planet 2.0 and then we are talking probably 50 years later together mm. <laughs> i'll be curious like i can see the regenerative medicine being very beneficial but i i am thinking like i wonder if immortality is going to do us more harm than good. Yeah. I mean, I can see a lot of drawbacks. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you can figure out some of them just <laughs> like easily. that. You know, like, you know, yeah. Like, like resources, yeah, is, you know, yeah. too much people, right, you know, right. like, all, population. Yeah, but also another <laughs> thing is, you know, all the, you know, our population's level increasing, but we are kind of reaching in the peak 
probably right now or probably in a few years. Yeah, and after right. that, it's slowly going to go down. Because, you know, we don't really need probably a lot of people because if, uh, you know, uh, the AI will be really advanced. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the jobs from the bottom line will going to just, you know, like evaporate just like that. But like, are, is the population on decline because people are... Yeah, I mean, I think I think so because, you know, we need... It's going to be dying? From competition? Probably not going to die, but probably obviously because of this global warming and this thing. At (laughs) some point, maybe there will be another pandemic and 100 million people just wiped out. That could be a thing. But also, I I feel like people who are more educated at the current time, Mm. they are not making that many kids. Mm. You know, probably most of the people probably nowadays, at least fractions of people would like to stay single and not having kids because of these populations. And this is not because of the mentality, but also because because we don't really need don't need many people. I get you. Yeah. It's not like back in the day when you had a farm and yeah, you gotta yeah. have like six kids. Six, six kids are, are not you know not like a World War Two. Like whoa, we really need more men to go to the war. Yeah. 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 So I feel like come on, boomers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. I get you. Yeah. So yeah, I, I also a lot of lot of things was like fifty years before it was manual, but now slowly these things are going to be automated, mm. and so we don't really need that many like. Uh, employees or workers at the same point but slowly it just we not gonna procreate more and slowly probably yeah i saw actually that's actually an issue going on in china right now yeah because they had that um one child policy and then a lot of people were trying to get men and then now i heard their population is like overwhelmingly men yeah and then you know that's an issue because now you can't have children true yeah, I think they introduced now two child policy or as many child as possible. Something like they, that. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think this you this will going to help that, that much. <laughs> yeah, Unless you're giving million dollars to everybody. Yeah, to help. It's yeah. Like, yeah, it's fine. It's, it's very interesting news in the South Korea because that's one of the things people became so distant that this mentality change if it's happened. Yeah. No means of money usually do the good thing. But, <laughs> Okay. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm good with one kid. Why I need five? Yeah, it's, it's like I'm good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, unless that's just your calling. Like, right. I, I want to have like a litter. Right. Children. Right. But, but yeah, it's like, all right. You know, I got my heritage. You know, I got. You know, I got my my newborn. Right. And we're comfortable. Yeah, I, I get that. Yeah, I, that. I think. Yeah, because back in the days, I used to see you know like people having like ten kids. Six right. kids is like, I got eight brothers, you know. Right? It's a very average. But me, like the next generations, like by me, I'd be like probably one kid is more than enough if I could even afford to you know raise a kid, yeah, maybe things like that. Right? Yeah, exactly. So I don't blame people who are like, Oh, I prefer a dog than a baby. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like this is total sense. I get that. Yeah. It just yeah, I think we mentally also we, we changed so much. Mm, yeah, uh, it's kind of like a change mentality. Yeah, like, but I guess it's also kind of a, we are also part of evolution, so we also want to bring a new, yeah. someone in the in the arc. So, okay, but it's interesting. But I think yeah, the population is going to go down. Mm. Technology will be even more advanced, but I I don't think how much it will be sustainable at the end because. Now they say, uh, you know, the balance between the technology and whether we can sustain it because we need the energy to sustain it. But mm-hmm. also, I can I, I can see, you know, this uh, 
But recently, there's a um, breakthrough in uh, fission re- fusion reactions. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, for example, nuclear uh, power is one of the cleanest energy in the world, right? Mm-hmm. But but also because it's, it takes a, a lot of infrastructure to build, and also a lot of ex- many explo- ex- explosions happen. For example, in Fukushima power mm-hmm. plant. So there's an another alternative to it is uh, fusions. So whether you know you don't break an element, but you make an element, and by that you you release a lot of energy. Okay. Like for example, the sun makes the energy like this way. So a lot of hydrogen it's, it goes to helium, and this energy spontaneous and comes to it, mm. comes out. So similarly, but it it just to combine two molecules. It mm-hmm. just it takes a massive energy, like uh, I don't know how much. But it's a massive energy, so. But you input the energy, and, yeah, but then and the output is higher. Yeah, higher. Got it. Yes, okay. yeah. Yeah, so yeah. The, so recently there's a breakthrough, I think, in the US, of course. The great America, and then yeah, they, they they finally found a system which works kind of a really good. Um, mm. So maybe in 10 years later, it will even advance. So if we can do that, so we literally solve the problem of energy crisis. So I can see the technology being even more advanced because you don't need to worry about, you know, where will be right. the energy you know, source, these fossil fuels. There will be no, no questions anymore and if this happens. But it's, of course, it's a, even it's a prototype, like a very smaller scale to yeah. make it a bigger scale, it would be... It would take time. Yeah, but when we get there, that'll be good. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But I'm hoping for the best, maybe 50 years later. Yeah, the next yeah. generation is gonna have it pretty easy. Yeah, so I think there are definitely yeah. like these uh, good steps towards it, but we have to make probably things even faster. Like, okay. yeah, like maybe we don't have 50 years. Who who knows? <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> yeah, like another pandemic um, because of maybe the temperature rise and maybe the the bad. <laughs> Super COVID. Yeah. <laughs> Bad, bad mutations in somewhere <laughs> in some virus and then it just killed probably one billion people i'm so like wild. Wow. Okay. it's wild that's man yeah okay no that that's, that was interesting that was uh immortality yeah so let's see where that goes and if it's within our lifetime you know we're still relatively i'm really young. hoping so i mean yeah of course you want to partake in immortality um so it's difficult but it's also there's temptations like you know to see I'm curious. Yeah, I'm curious. Definitely. Yeah, I am curious. But um, yeah, I think this will also will be like not a go-to thing for everybody. Yeah. Whether you can afford the (laughs) the thing, just the average Joe. Yeah. (laughs) Who knows? Yeah, yeah. At that point, probably I'll be a billionaire or someone. Yeah, like uh, making manufacturing companies (laughs) and this thing, hoping so maybe I can afford. Yeah, making the Santana (laughs) meter. Just doing your thing. Right. Yeah. Like, maybe you could also like the still uh, ingenuity would be a bigger corporations that That's time. The yeah. we'll, we'll collaborate. And maybe we can do like you know like uh, like that in the forefront of all the scientific experiment and being a part of it. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, promising future, man. <laughs> dude, I appreciate everything, dude. I think this this is a good podcast, and uh, appreciate all the insight that you gave. I thought that was such a good. Yeah, this is my first podcast in uh, in real life. I took one podcast that was like in YouTube, um, like Skype. It's an online, mm. so I didn't really experience it's not like the a same. real. Yeah, it's not the same. It's, it's not the same. same. I don't have the human element. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. But next time I'll be even better. <laughs> next time. <laughs> but so. It's always the next time. But thank you for inviting me. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Awesome. Then with that, we're going to end it here. And again, appreciate it. Thank you very much. Good talk. That was the end of an episode of the Style Ingenuity Podcast. Hope you learned something new and innovative and were left inspired to go create and invent new ideas for the betterment of society. Make sure to follow and subscribe to the Estelle Ingenuity Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube for more stories and experiences from people in the field and to hear about new up-and-coming technology. Thank you for listening and see you in the next podcast episode.